morning. Thanks for joining us on Noah's Winter today. Uh, Mary Alice, we normally we uh, look at something that we're reading in the One Year Bible, but for today and tomorrow, I'd like to sort of follow up on what I talked about on the weekend. Uh, you could call this an outtake or, uh, or a bonus. Cutting room floor. Yeah, a cutting room floor, <laughs> bonus material. I'm in the book of Philippians, which is, as you know, one of my favorite books. I've always said any Bible of mine, those four chapters are worn out because it's just such a, a wonderful book. Uh, and the reason why I'm in the book of Philippians is this last weekend I was talking about planting attitude. And the greatest verse in the Bible in attitude is in Philippians chapter 2, where Paul says, let the attitude of Christ be in you. That's how we ended the message. But one of the things that I know is really important to you, when you find a verse in the Bible, look at all the verses around it. Sorry, look at the context. context. Yeah. And the church at Philippi is just a great church. These are godly, mature believers. Uh, they don't give Paul a lot of trouble. Uh, they're known for their generosity, even in persecution. They serve the Lord faithfully with a great spirit. So Philippians is kind of a love letter. It's not like 1 Corinthians. I, I know you've got book, my book this Wednesday. Which is 1 Corinthians. Which is 1 Corinthians. And by the way, if you haven't signed up for that yet. There's still time. There's still time. And I would encourage you to do that because I love the study of 1 Corinthians. Because even though Paul is having to correct a lot of things, there's a lot of wonderful truth there. Yes. And I need a lot of correction in my life. So 1 Corinthians. And there's 13, chapter 13. Yeah, and two of the greatest chapters in the Bible are 1 Corinthians. The love chapter, chapter 13. And then chapter 15 is the chapter on life and after death. Mm -hmm. on, yeah, and the rapture. So. If you haven't signed up for that yet and you're interested in that, there's still room. And Marius, where would they go to sign up for that? I'll put the link here in the notes. Perfect. So, but now we're back in the book of Philippians. So Paul is writing to the Philippians and this whole thing is about having the attitude of Christ. And in chapter one in the 10th verse, there's a verse that's very special to me. And every time I read it, it just stops me in my tracks. So Paul is writing to these mature Christians. And here's what he says to them. He's praying for them. He said, I want you to understand what really matters so that you may live pure and blameless lives until the day of Christ's return. These are smart people. Um, but he was saying to them, I want you to know what really matters. Instantly, my mind goes back to a story in the days of Jesus uh, because there were some mature Christians that Jesus was interacting with on this day. Two sisters, Mary and Martha. And Jesus is there with his disciples, and Martha is going to do something good. She wants to put on a big spread for everybody who's there. Mary is not helping Martha. She's in there sitting at the feet of Jesus listening, and Martha gets upset. And she goes to Jesus and really kind of gets after Jesus, because basically what she was saying to him, it's your fault that my sister is not helping me. Uh, and, but Jesus stops her and he said, Martha, Martha, you're troubled about many things, but Mary has chosen that one thing that matters. Mm. He, she's chosen that better thing. And then he said, she's chosen something that can't be taken away from her. So when I think about Paul praying about believers in Philippi and us by extension, that we would know what really matters, I think about that story. What do you think about it? I think that that's something we need to revisit every day. And then, yeah. you know, I, I love to stop and focus on that every morning. God help me to uh, focus on what really matters today. Because I can be so driven by my to-do list. Yeah. Paul's not worried that the Philippians are going to be like the Corinthians and get into all kinds of trouble. Mm -hmm. He's just worried that they could get so busy doing a lot of things that don't really matter that they would threaten their, their effectiveness and their legacy. I'm going to go somewhere else with this. 
Paul said to the Philippians, or he was praying for them, I want you to understand what really matters so that you will live pure and blameless lives. The word pure is an interesting word there. Um, I, I guess I'll talk to the guys in the audience. I don't know how ladies are with this kind of thing, but you know, I get dressed in, in, at my vanity in the bathroom and, and I'll, I'll shave and I'll think I've done a pretty good job. Uh, but then I go out in the garage and back my car out and the sun comes through my, my moonroof in my car and now I'm looking at myself in the mirror with the sun behind me and I'm realizing I missed some things. Mm -hmm. The word pure there, it's exactly what it means. It means our lives will pass the sunlight test. Mm -hmm. Because I think all of us could get a little comfortable with, well, I, I know I'm living better than the people around me, but how well are we living in the sunlight of God's love? It's important for us to think about the things that truly matter so that we'll live pure lives. And the word blameless there means we won't hurt other people. Right. And, and the things that really matter as determined by God and not by our own reasoning. Well, you know, you go back to that test that Jesus said that Mary had passed. She's chosen that thing which is better, and she's chosen what can't be taken away from her. And I just think that so many Christians, especially in the pressures of the 21st century, they get so busy pursuing things that are not going to last. Right. And then in the process of time, they can actually hurt the people around them. You know, we, we know about absentee parents who are so busy pursuing the American dream. Or the appearance of things yeah. on social media. Well, every time I read this verse, I always think, Lord, help me know what really matters. I don't want to live my life and get to the end and recognize that I've lived for things that just didn't matter that much. You know, there are people who know what really matters. You know, we, we're praying for dear friends right now and even family who are going through uh, the life-threatening illnesses. And there's something about coming to that wall that causes us to focus on what really matters. But God help us to know those things before we get to that wall. Right. And, and you know that personally. We do when things, yeah. when things get really tough and, and uh, many things are taken away. Uh, that's when we do realize what really matters. What really matters. Well, Mary Alice, this is a prayer that Paul's praying for the people. So why don't you pray for us that we will know those things that really matter? Yes, let's pray. Oh, Father, we do want to know what really matters. We want you to, to bring that to our hearts and minds each and every day. May we just stop and take a moment in the in the morning time to ask you to guide us to, to remember what really matters and guide us in that, Father. For each and every person that's watching or listening today, whatever they're facing in their life today, I just pray that you would uh, bring to their hearts and minds that relationship with you and how you're going to guide them through these days and these times and these challenges so that they uh, will know your presence and know your comfort and your provision, all those things that are needed. I'm so thankful that you know each and every individual and that you know what their needs are. And we're going to trust you, Father to uh, change our focus to be where you would have it to be, remembering what really matters each and every day. And we're going to give you all the glory and the praise and the honor. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today on Noah's Window. God willing, we'll see you tomorrow. God bless. See you soon.